Hello and welcome to episode 168 of the ANF podcast from the ANF network. With Ooh. me, Scott Carson Rennie, and himself, Al Coates. How are you? That's, Blimey, that's a bit of a that was a bit of a mouthful. That was. It was. It didn't work. Find out of it. No, when, no. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into that in a minute, anyway. But yeah, we workshop that maybe later yeah. on. And <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how are you? You've been poorly. I am. I'm very poor. Well, no, I'm not very poorly now. I've been at death's door all week. After three and a bit years, I contracted the dreaded COVID. I mean, boy, just, oh, oh, it is just so you, isn't it? I mean, it's like so behind the times. Absolutely. Well, Tris said we've got COVID twenty three, not COVID nineteen. So just keeping on trend. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag COVID twenty three. Of course. As you'd expect, COVID nineteen, uh, COVID twenty three is much worse than COVID nineteen. But there you go. Oh, so yeah, you're being um, incredibly brave. I am. I, I, I have to be honest, and I was just saying this to you beforehand. I hoped that if I got it, that I would just be able to function as normal, and maybe you know, I still believe in isolating because I don't really want to pass around people and stuff like that. So I would just device isolated, work from home, you know, done all that. No, not a hope. Absolutely, really, just knocked out of me. So. Yeah, today is the first day that I've actually felt anywhere near, not even normal, because I'm just so tired. Well, Knackered. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I've found it really hard, actually, you being ill. <laughs> what, you being ill? <laughs> yeah, I've, oh, I've had all these, sick. like, you poor love. I know, I, I mean, it's a, it's a genuine affliction. I, I've been wanting to text you and annoy you, and I haven't had anyone to text and annoy. Well, I might have someone new um, to text and annoy, but. That's another story. Well, I did. You, yeah, I was going to say you did. I actually that was that's the first time I ever said to you. Well, actually, I wanted to say words that are, wouldn't be repeatable on this podcast, but it is the first time that I went. Oh, please, just don't. Just, just please leave me alone. Um, stop. Twenty four hours. Just, just yeah. Stop. I, I, my, my, actually, you said uh, you asked me a question, and I said it's rare I say no, but it's impossible to know hour by hour genuinely that was That's my so response dramatic. to you it is isn't so it? dramatic and then you said must be grim of yours <laughs> oh bless you but then you've pulled yourself around you've got yourself off your death well i am you... in i am in i'm actually lying in my deathbed with the view over me so yeah because as soon as this is finished i'm going to shut my eyes and go to sleep and there you go and it's only well, like quarter past four the yeah, there's nothing so. new there, is there? So no, absolutely life? nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rock and roll. Yeah, but do you know what it did make me do? It made me think about, we should do a podcast about how our children are when we become ill. Because I think that children who've experienced kind of complicated histories and uh, kind of parents, you know, all of their sort of birth children stuff, or birth parents stuff and, you know, mm. inconsistent care. I, I don't know. Do you think it? Maybe it's not a podcast, maybe it's just a conversation, but do you think that our children, it affects our children in a way that it doesn't necessarily affect biological children? I think it probably has the opposite effect that you'd think. I mean, I think back to aneurysm time and when I came out of hospital and, and kind of the boy's reaction was, you could tell they were worried, but their reaction wasn't how you would assume somebody would react <laughs> if they were worried about somebody. You know, like you, you, you're like, oh, oh, um, okay. I just want to speak to you then, because actually, if I have to ask you how you are, then that goes down a route that I just don't feel comfortable with. Kind of thing. <laughs> acknowledge that you might yeah. be unwell, actually yeah. unwell. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I, and I also wonder about people who are given kind of long-term diagnoses and stuff like that. You know, how how that kind of impacts their family because, you know, like someone who's diagnosed with cancer maybe or something that's you know, like a, a, a long-term condition yeah, or so, an illness yeah. that you know. So yeah, it's an interesting. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. a conversation one day. Dear, dear listener, please email in your thoughts. Mm. Um, so, but, I mean, it's only the second time I've wondered who the who you would have in um, ready for backup. You know, if I were you, pop my were cards. you that poorly? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was you, the first thing in my mind. I was thinking, my will. I need to write my will. Yeah, because I still haven't written one, despite the fact that you know nearly popped off last year. So, <sighs> the things you think Crikey. about. Yeah, yeah, it's a deep. very brave new world. Yeah, very brave yeah, new world, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. I mean, absolutely. Oh, you, you know me. I've got a, I've got a long list of people I, I could get in. Um, <laughs> I, none of them I are have, you, actually. I, I have nobody. I don't even know the passwords. It would just be a case of me going on Twitter and going, "Sorry, <laughs> guys, it's I finished." Had. That's it. I thought finished. if I, I did yeah. think I'm going to have to have a training session with you because it, I have got about seven <laughs> podcasts lined up, like like you know the conversations <laughs> lined up, and I thought. If I broke my legs or my, if I broke both my hands, what would he do? Um, yeah. So we do have to have that conversation so you know how to actually upload. Yeah, I know. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, this, that. Is, this is a I mean, grim that could, conversation. That could actually be fun because I could do what you do to me on Canva and I could just go on and mess things up for you. That'd be quite funny. Shut your mouth. That's it. <laughs> I, I'm taking the chance. There's not a cat and health chance you get the codes now. No. Um, I, I, we... The reason we've got a little, it's kind of a small podcast. We've got a few bits of news, mm-hmm. um, but the the big bit of news really is that we, um, after a long time thinking and pondering, we've sort of we've come up with a plan to maybe broaden our horizons and um, mm-hmm. get some contributors on. Is that how is that how you would describe it? Um, no, I wouldn't describe it like that at all. Excellent branding. That's it. Branding <laughs> matters. If you could. If you could yeah, branded marketing. Well, I think I think that what we're doing is we're um, offering our platform to those <laughs> who have a, a different kind of discussion piece um, to be able to share. And it's not us. Well, it, well, I mean, it kind of. Well, so as an example, Al with the conversations. So last year, I right, said yes. to Al that I don't have time to do the conversations, um, and I don't have the energy to do the conversations. Um, and but I still love doing the podcast. So Al said, "Okay, so I'll do the conversations then." And that's fine. So the conversations are with our coach. They're not with me. I haven't done one for so an Are age. we going to rebrand it as our coach conversations? Oh, no, no, please don't. That, please don't. The minute I said it, it realised that yeah, that was just, probably yeah, a it's just, it's marketing probably, disaster. Yeah, and why people on Twitter get upset with you generally. Um, and <laughs> so, hey, we can go so, to yeah. threads. It's a brave <laughs> new world. Anyway, we'll talk about that later as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's about, it's about just offering our platform to people who maybe don't have the time to go ahead and do their own podcast, I guess, um, or the technical ability, which yeah, I know yeah, one of yeah. them is definitely the case. Um, and it, I guess listeners, you know, you will see. So when when we start this, what will happen is when if you, if you um, are subscribed to our podcast, then it will... T- notify you that it's got that there's a new podcast waiting and you know we're, we're planning them to come out you know at various times of the month it's yeah. not just going to be randomly coming out um but what you'll see is a different image so you'll see the nf network has a new podcast but it'll be a different image so it'll be if it's not relevant to you you don't have to listen to it if That's it's relevant true. or you're interested then you can go and listen to it, Give it um, a go. and yeah and our normal podcast will be branded as our normal podcast so you'll know on a yeah. saturday every other saturday you'll 
hear the dulcet tones of Al and I every other Saturday. You hear conversations, and yeah, yeah so there yeah. you go. So that's what that's how I would describe it. That was much better. You should be in branding or something, shouldn't you? It's as though well, you'd worked yeah. for a charity where that was your job. Um, uh, maybe, maybe. And um, so the first podcast will be coming out this week, which will be like the second week in the month, which will be um, Vicky McEwen and Helly Muir. So not Helen Muir, Haley Muir. Um, which made me you can't realize together right? the name. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, I'm, oh. I am a marketing disaster waiting to happen you are. and happening. <laughs> Um, but what I realised, I mean, I, I wrote their names down just to kind of sort and got all the details. And I realised that everyone's like either got a Scottish name or Scottish. It's like a tartan convention now, isn't it? It's like got you and then we've got Vicky McEwen and Hayley Muir. Honestly, we mm. should maybe change our logo to tartan. But anyway, um, or brand our own shortbread. That'd be, uh, what other stereotypes yeah. can I maybe go? We could be, we could be sponsored by Walker Shortbread. There you go. Living the dream. We don't need money. Oh. We just need shortbread. So Vicky mm-hmm. McHugh and Haley, Haley Muir um, are running a counselling service called Better You, Better Us. And um, they've been putting out a few little like live streams or, on their Facebook page, which people will be able to get access to. Um, and I just listened to them and I thought, oh, that's fantastic. They're like they were 10, 12, 15, like 15, 20 minutes long tops. Yeah. And it was just, they're both counsellors. I think um, they've both got a social work background. So really well-informed, re- like practitioners. Um, yeah talking about really specific issues about you know that the nuts and bolts of that kind of world and i just thought that is a really good kind of light listen and so we are going to put out their podcast we don't have any kind of editorial influence who knows what they're talking about i think that yeah well well, and then we get the christmas we could have a big podcast network party (laughs) yeah bring bring your own shortbread it'd be fine um yeah i mean i I did listen to the very first one that they did and then we had that well you had that idea about maybe giving uh, them the opportunity to kind of come onto the you know the podcast pod, podcast platform um, and like you said it was quite insightful and, and it was different as well and yeah. I think as well um, it's different voices and also they've I mean Vicky um, did the podcast conference didn't she yes Was it last year or the year before and she's been yes. on as a guest as well and she's very, I mean, I like her. I think she's she's really nice. Um, and her um, her partner in crime there, um, I don't know too much about, but I do know that, um, you know, yeah. they obviously run a very successful kind of counselling service. So I think it'll be good. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm really looking forward to it because I think it is a very different voice to us. We're much more banter-tastic. There's a banter there, but they're, they're kind of that therapeutic expertise that we don't have. So they're talking yeah. stuff that, I, mean, I think if you've got a child with complex needs or additional needs or sort of experience of adversity, whatever, that that will be yeah. just really interesting and, and a quite a light listen. So that's that. But then later on in the month, Scott, what are we going to, what are you going to do? What what are you and your, your little friends going to do? Little friends. My little friends. I think. Leprechaun friends. Well, so. Um, we're, oh, we're going to get use... letters now, aren't we? We're going to get letters now. <laughs> well, we're going right. to be doing an F- FASD podcast. So the first FASD podcast for Ireland. Um, now, podcast here. I'm not sure whether many people listen, so it'll be interesting to see what the, how that kind of um, comes. But essentially, we're going to be doing um, a podcast specifically focusing in on FASD in Ireland. Um, so, um, but it's, going, it's quite unusual because, again, trying to make it a little bit different. So I'm going to be on it, obviously, um, for the first, because we're going to do one series and see how it goes. So we're going to do a series of seven episodes. The first episode is, so that's going to be myself, 
Rob, who um, works at FASD Ireland, and also Maggie May, who works at FASD Ireland as well. And for those who don't know, Maggie May um, lives with FASD, so she has FASD. She works with us, she does a lot of training, she does a lot of advocacy and all that sort of stuff. And what I wanted to do really was to bring the three of us together. So myself as a parent of somebody with FASD who works in the office and um, takes calls on our hub and does a lot of research and all that sort of stuff for us. Um, but when he first started, didn't didn't know anything about FASD. And then Maggie, who has FASD. So it's, um, and, and we've got a snappy title as well. Snappy title. Excellent. Very Irish and, title. Well, I mean, I'm quite intrigued by that because I think that there are FASD podcasts out there, but I think they're Canadian, US, and I think that... I think yeah, it's not going to be like if you're not Irish, you're not you're not going to go. Oh, well, that's not for me. It's, no, it's no, exactly. Be... And that's the key thing. Yeah, it's not it's not just about that. It's just that FASD Ireland are going to be um, kind of putting it together. Um, so the first one is an introduction to three of us, and we're going to just have a bit of and and the one thing that will be similar to our podcast is it'll be it'll be a little bit fantastic because we all get on very well. So we're going to have a laugh. Um, and then as things go on through the series, we're going to have different guests on. So we're going to have people who have FASD on and we're going to have um, other people who, you know, who may be parents or, you know, et cetera. So, um, so really the first, the first series is just going to be an insight into to FASD and what it's like to live with FASD in Ireland. Um, and, you know, hopefully if that takes off, then we'll do a second series. But I'm very keen Excellent. not to just do week after week after week after week after week i want to do a series and then have a break and then do a series and then have a break so yeah that's that's what we're planning with your busy holiday schedule no just fit in with everything else that goes on so there's a lot going on isn't there yeah Um, so so fasd what's what's the crack that's what we're calling it fasd what's the crack and the crack is spelled with the irish spelling (laughs) c-r-a-i-c so there you go no i mean that's really exciting i think that what we realized is that we've got a platform and um people often what the negative uh, <laughs> some of the negative views about that is that we misuse our platform and um, but we built it and we're going to do what the hell we want with it yeah, um, exactly. and yeah. um, but we i think that we we have a fair level of balance and so you know that we we're open to people coming on and using that platform to get their message out if they're being reasonable and balanced and and we do that through the podcast and through the conversations and now we're going to broaden that to therapeutic stuff uh, fasd stuff and that seems fair enough well, exactly. I mean, for all that we get slagged off, um, specifically on Twitter. So let's just, you know, put that out there. You know, that dying bird that's actually in the last days of its life. Um, for all Walking. the slagging we do, we, we we get that, you know, actually, we've always done that. We've always said, you know, if you want to come on and talk about it, come on and talk about it, as long as you're nice to us. If you're not going to be nice to us, then bugger off, basically. And when I say nice, I mean, um, you know, just being a human being. <laughs> like civil. Um, We'll, we'll we can, yeah, exactly. We we can disagree. We can disagree to the house yeah. come, come home, but you know. So yeah, and I just think that you know what? Let's 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 just yeah, let's just yeah. see what happens. Spread the joy around, and I think generally, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think that the silent majority is that people are okay with it, what we do, and I think that there's just a few people who are you know, but yeah. I'm not people even who think we but no people. It's people who think we don't get me started on this. It's people who think because I, I swear to God now now that threads is here. Threads my my resolution on threads is if you come at me and you're one of those people, you're just getting blocked straight away because that's Twitter for me has always been an open thing. Um, threads for me that's no, it's uh, I'm I'm changing my tune on that. But people think yeah. we get paid for this and we don't get paid diddly squat for this. We get nothing from this. Oh, you know, yeah. So bugger off, basically. <laughs> this is ours and we'll do what we like with it. So, 
it's it's, it's yeah. Scott's ball and he's taking it home. Yeah. Um, there That's you go. COVID, COVID brain just saying it like you it are. Is. You're kicking in. You're kicking in there. And yeah. um, there's a couple of news items that I would like to raise. Um, if that's okay. One was that I sent you through, and I maybe put it on my Facebook page as well, was the British Association of Social Workers. Um, well, can I give a little bit of a backstory to my experience of the British Association of Social Workers? I feel, I feel that you might need to. <laughs> right, well, I'm a member of the BA, British Association of Social Workers, mainly because it's it's affiliated to the union, and I kind of believe that as social workers, we need to kind of stick together. I think we, you know, it's for all uh, mm-hmm. good and bad, everyone in between, and we, we're a broad church, and that's good. Um, and so the background to this is that I signed up when I was a student and it I've just always been part of it, been part of the Northeast branch and I'm part of the union. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I, can, I can't remember quite how, with Charlotte um, Jenkins, who from Beacon Family Services, um, I, can't, I literally can't remember how I got involved in this, whether I started or whether she did or whether we came to it together. But we decided to put together kind of a... a a practice guide, which I think is maybe one way, uh, thinking that that would be a good place to do it. A practice guide in terms of working with child with challenging and violent aggressive behavior. What do social workers need to know? And that, I think it got linked. We were, I was invited to speak at one of their roundtable events. Um, so social workers coming together and just kind of practice event. Um, kind mm. of, it's closed door. So it's only Basra members. And we did, a, yeah. Charlotte and I were asked to do it together. And we did an event and it was like, we just, we, we enjoyed working together and we did it and it was a couple of hours and it was really well attended. It was like one of the best attended because it's an issue that loads of practitioners are struggling with. Um, and off the back of that, we said we'd, we'd put together a guide. Um, so we did, we put together a guide with social, social workers. Now I really shouldn't say, but we kind of, it got, got stuck in the doldrums for a whole load of bureaucratic reasons. Um, and then maybe got a bit fractious about some of the words in it. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to tell you which words, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but you just if you if you if you're that bothered, you can scroll through my Facebook timeline and you'll find them. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm a man with nothing to lose. And um, when you've lived with children who are complicated, you literally it's like you become dangerous because nothing matters anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we put that out, but it really is inspired, and it's something to perhaps give to social workers. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But I, I don't know whether you've read it, but it's just really like it's. It's two sides of A4 that just say, hey, this is the this is the start point. Um, and it's made me and Charlotte really think about um developing that idea of giving of of creating resources that we can give to parents and families and kinship carers and foster carers that they can stuff you want your social worker and or stuff you want your social worker needs to know that kind of thing. So that's that's something. Uh, and it, it yeah, that's really rewarding. And um, the other thing that came out um is that we're doing a I've got a little 11 year old in the room. Go on, swing your hook. I'm recording a podcast. Tell you. She'll be in school, shouldn't she? I'm going to keep that in the podcast because she's, she's the naughtiest child that ever lived. Um, I think that she's, not. she's on holiday now, isn't she? No, no, she's still got another week. She oh. was at a transition day yesterday. Oh, I see. Yeah, she was at a transition day and she was like, oh, this will be fine. And I was going, are you sure you're not nervous? She was going, no. She's the mostly laid back child in the world, that one. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, so that's my involvement at Basel. And I think that's something that people might find helpful. It's a start. It feels like it because it's so brief, it's, it doesn't feel like anything. So, I kind of point people towards that download or ping it off to their social worker. That would be great. Mm. The other thing which I sent to you, which you probably didn't read, did you see it? Which was the 
British Association of Social Workers statement on forced adoption. We're back to that. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Which actually just makes me shiver, just even the thought of talking about this. All right, why is that? Simply because, I, like you, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can we just go back to the other thing first? Because this, um, this practice guy thing. Who do you yeah. think you are? All right, at the end of this, because I read it, right? And I read it, and it says at the end. Oh, what? Uh, Cite as Coates A and Jenkins C, 2022, Childhood Challenging Violent and Aggressive Behaviour. Copyright, Al Coates and Charlotte Jenkins, 2020. Who do you think you are having a copyright Where? on something? On the bottom of the, the, on the very last page. Oh, um, yeah. It's not, just, it's not just a double side. It's five pages of your piffle. I know. No, I'm joking. It's not piffle. It's, it's, it's actually really good. So, what are the just, pages? I, is just... Yeah, I just I read the bottom about you must not, otherwise I will come at you with a pitchfork and an axe. No, if no you... that's academics. That's like academics, isn't it? I know, I know, it? I know, I know. But who do you think you are? Honestly, with your MBE and your copyrights, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I've started to take things because I've I'm I'm living this great life, you know. I mean, I'm just living my life. And then yeah. and people and and then when I write down the things that I've been up to and people go, oh, that's quite impressive. And I go, well, yeah. I just kind of turn up at things and people then say, then I say I've been there and people think I'm clever. And I just usually turn up and make coffee yeah. and jokes. Anyway, no, I remember, I remember that life. Anyway, so yeah, the the, but so yeah, we have to talk about it, this. Um, and I've seen a lot about it on uh, Twitter, especially about this forced adoption thing. And you tweeted something about it yesterday as well. There was a Radio 4 thing, was there? Um, yeah, the, well, it was, it was Radio mind, 4. Into, bear in mind, I'm in Ireland, so I don't like. Well, I don't listen to the radio in the same way that you do because yeah. it's different channels. I mean, I can do it through my smart speaker, but if you don't yeah. know they're on, then you can't hear them kind of thing. So, and you've yeah, also go got COVID fever dream, haven't you? you were, you're in some sort of like living hell with me texting yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that as um, well. Yeah, that as well. So what was on, it uh, was really interesting. And there was a birth mother um, who had her child placed for adoption, uh, possibly, you know, or she'd been co- coerced, forced into that. Mm-hmm. But there was an academic who was, um, oh, and I'm going to misquote who he was, but he was a, he was sort of a historian in terms of care and welfare. And he found some actual evidence in terms of government edits Say you know, edicts, sorry, not edits, um, edicts saying that actually this is what we need to do. We need to get young single parents who have babies and we need to adopt them. And that was right. running through the 50s, 60s and 70s, which kind of then, because historically we've always sort of thought, oh, well, it was just society and it was just kind of people doing off their own bat. And then mm. he's kind of going, maybe not. And so that changes the whole thing. Then the, the need for apology becomes much more mm. pressing or the, or the the call for adoption becomes uh, an apology becomes much more pressing. So, yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and I thought, yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Why can't we do this? Hmm. But uh, linked into this, did you see the? Um, you won't have seen it because you're in Ireland. The Ellie Simmons documentary. No, because it's on ITV, and um, ITV is a bit of a bugger to get. But um, <laughs> now this was, and I'm. I'm damn sure of it. So you and I were approached by a research team about two yes. years ago, weren't we, to take part in a documentary. We were. About a, about a celebrity who was going on a journey 
Oh, that's right. Yes. That's, this was a documentary. So clearly we did something that. very bad or very wrong. We probably just emails. did this. <laughs> we just did this. No, we probably did. They, they probably listened to the podcast. Um, so I, I, I yep. do want to watch it. Hopefully I'll be able to watch it at some point. Um, I'm sure it'll be online somewhere. Um, but I've seen some of the interviews. And um, <laughs> again, there's, there's this kind of, um, well, I guess it's, is it a split? Is it a split down, you know, in the community of you know people who? Which I, I, I didn't see it. I'm not saying she was grateful, but she was. She comes across in interviews as someone who's happy that she was adopted, or that she yeah. had been adopted, and even though the journey to finding her birth parents has been tricky, hard, emotional. All those things that I would have expected um, someone who who goes through that to to say that actually she's still you know she's still I don't want to use the word happy but you know she's still finding that she was adopted I don't know see because I'm using no, words because I, I don't know I, I've not seen that so no that's fascinating I, I was watching you trying to dance around that because of all of the kind of our concerns around language about you know great we yeah. don't want to say grateful but maybe she is grateful yeah. um, maybe she is I don't know. Well, yeah, or maybe grateful is too strong a word, but it's a diff- it's something different, isn't it? It's like a well, yeah. I'm glad this, I'm glad it turned out this way as opposed to yeah. a worse way, yeah. and and it it was really interesting because I think that there's be, there is this huge movement of this historic issue around forced adoption, and this is where the Baswer draft statement says it goes, yeah, but that isn't where we're at now, and it's not necessarily helpful to conflate someone like Ellie Simmons's experience or birth mother's mm. experience with the experience of someone from 1968 or 71 or 63 or something. Yeah, I guess, um, I mean, you know, um, again, it comes down to terminology, terminology and language and definitions, doesn't it? But what, what if, if the government apologises now, what is it that they're apologising for? When is it they're apologising for? Or yeah. should they just be apologising if they've got it wrong? <laughs> I mean... The, you've sent me the, the draft statement and is it still draft or is it confirmed? I don't know. I think today um, it's it's open, well, today, which is the day before the podcast comes out, um, it was open for anyone to make any comments from Baswell. So. Right. Okay. So probably shouldn't read it out loud then. Um, no, but, they've published it. It's going to be close, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah it'll be as close as, wouldn't it? Um, and I think that, um, well, I just... Uh, just reading it is read what, what what I was gonna say read the highlighted bit the bit I highlighted yeah okay thanks so this is going to be quoted in all the social media threads against me uh, so the the, <laughs> the bit that you've highlighted says the use of the term forced adoption is neither accurate nor helpful in terms of contemporary adoption practice it ignores the checks balances and safeguards of the present system. In terms of historic practice, it risks conflating a wide range of legislation, policies and practice over the last hundred years, affecting hundreds of thousands of people, adoptees, their birth parents and their adoptive parents. Some of these practices we now recognise as abusive, others reflected the circumstances of the time. Others, Other practices are remarkably close to the present day, providing adoptive parents for young children who, would not, who could not be cared for by their own birth parents or wider family. So that is from the yeah, the draft, which will probably go to thinking like you said, and I, I, I think it's our first sentence, so it does. <laughs> again, it's down to terminology and language, isn't it? The use of the term forced adoption 
is neither accurate nor helpful because actually it's, uh, there, there is a point in time where that's what it was. And so, do you know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are they, what are we looking for them to apologise for? For when? For what? For, you know, all the what's and the where's. It's so got to be specific, just, hasn't it? But if you, it, yeah, exactly. But if you take, if you, if you take out of context, that opening line could just be, it could just blow it all up. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not, I don't think that line is helpful. <laughs> well, I mean, it's but a draft statement. So yeah. maybe I should, I'm trying to think, what's the time? I've got 20 minutes to get it in before five o'clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we work oh, uh, you used my we're, ideas. Thanks Yeah, that. this is going to strike me right off Basra's after all the shenanigans that have gone on and be off the Christmas card <laughs> list while and truly blacklisted. Um, I, I wonder whether the use of, the use of the term forced adoption is neither accurate nor helpful for contemporary adoption. That's probably what I would change it to say. And also the very last sentence where it says adoptive parents are children who could not be cared for. I would have thought yes. would, could not feel a bit like a soft, because you look at, this, Ellie Simmons is a really good example. So she was, what was 94, which is, she was born 94, she was adopted 95-ish, I guess. Um, so, so she's our children. That, she is our children. She's, right? yeah. She's yeah. a year, my daughter's a year or year older, my other daughter's a year younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I thought to myself, uh, is that, yeah. she's, she doesn't represent that earlier generation. This is a no. woman who, I mean, inc- still vulnerable, but she made a choice. Yeah. She, she, because that the choice, no one coerced her. She was, you know, anyway, that we can maybe open up a can of worms there, but. Yeah, because we don't know, we weren't there and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, taking out of context, uh, Again, the wording, but um, you know, I've seen I've seen quite a few discussions about it online this week, um, and I think what's not helping is the fact that other governments have apologised, and you know what is well. I mean, let's be honest about it. The government in the UK is absolutely useless at the minute in England specifically. You you know you'll need. I I I, I do watch not news. a controversial statement. And not I think so. I do. We can watch agree news. on that. I do. Yeah, I do see what's going on over there, and I just think, oh, you poor things. You know, we've got our own scandals at the minute, but um, they're not political. Well, they kind of are political. But anyway, and you just think the the whole the whole bloody system has just gone to the dogs. And why? You know, I'm not saying copy what they've done in the other countries. You know, I'm talking about Scotland specifically. Um, but actually, you know, just crack on with it and do it for flip's sake you know it's been talked about for yeah. long enough it's this has been going on for a couple of years now and different you know ministers have kind of commented on it and brought it up and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff so you know just just flipping well do it you've apologized for um you know for the the way that we treated gay people in the whatever you, and, yeah. you know Lots for all these people who were stuck into mental health institutions and and zapped to get rid of the gayness or homosexuality or whatever it was that we were calling it back in the day. Well, this is, you know, it's, it's not too dissimilar um, in terms of the yeah. way people have been treated for a, for something that's that's happened. So, yeah, oh, honestly. It's odd because you think, who are they trying to protect? If there was a group of people <coughs> yeah, who were going to be mm. hurt by an apology, then who, yeah. what, but who are that, who is that group of people? Yeah. Because right thinking adoptive parents would probably feel the same. If I'd adopted yeah. a child in 1965, I'd be going, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there is part of me that says, well, you know, the government of the, of today wasn't the government of the day and things have changed. Um, so, you know, to put the responsibility onto a current government is, you know, you could argue, well, I could argue, well, I couldn't argue, but actually, I wouldn't, it's, it's not, just it's my opinion. Individuals, but you, 
it's the right it's the position isn't it you you yeah. imbibe the position that position is historic so if you're the treasure mm. you take responsibility for everything the treasury's ever done exactly uh, yeah but, but like I you say know. this guy this guy who's um found these passages or yeah you know, what did you call them uh, edicts. edicts 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 these edicts that have actually said things like that you know then chances are the people who actually said that are actually yeah. not alive anymore for a start yeah. and they're certainly not in government and they're certainly probably not working behind the scenes but as ever there were civil servants back then as well you know so where who who was it where was it and you know still, why was it it's the government just just say yeah. bloody sorry man mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. as simple as that um it's like pulling a tooth just pull the bloody thing and get it done Oh, uh, yeah. And that, but it does. I think that the, the challenge for us, the contemporary adoption, the challenge I feel is I and I get I don't know about you, but I get this all the time is that if if there ever is an altercation or people are questioning kind of adoption, contemporary adoption, people will go, yes, but yes, but we should keep family together. Of course we should. People say, well, you know, we shouldn't coerce. It's an issue around poverty, which is absolutely is that you know, poverty is kind of the wallpaper of all of it, uh, to quote Josh McAllister. Um, but the reality is, the reality is that a lot of our children should not have stayed within the families and communities that they were up. The, the vast majority, mm. and you would hope that every single child adopted in the last 20 years, that that would be the case, that they should not have yeah. stayed there, that every opportunity was given to stay there. And children don't have the time. So I think that's one of the challenges I feel is that it's all well and good as saying, looking back, like coming back at 20 years later and looking at a parent and going, well, yeah, they're not too bad. Yeah, but they're not too bad for you as an adult. But for you mm. as a three-month-old, it's just not good enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that you can have these, you can kind of have a coherent argument with me on the internet means that someone did a good job with you. Or, I mean, I'm into the long grass, but I'll fight my corner on that. And the, the issue that really bugs me and really winds me up is I want to go, right, if I could, if I could in some ways have the man in black thing and I could tell you my children's story, then go, boof, and you forget it. Mm. Before I did the boof and you forget it, you'd go, all right. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And some mm. of my children, not you know, some and all of us could do that. We could. There's a lot of people who could sit down and go, right, shut your mouth, listen to this, and then give me an opinion. Yeah. And um, and so I'm not cast. I'm not. But I, in the midst of all that, I totally get the whole the whole genetics, the the history, the hereditary, the 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 the, the family ties, and I think we've got to find a way mm-hmm. of maintaining oh, yeah. Yeah. healthy family ties. Yeah. So oh, I feel like I've got into the. I feel like I've made them maybe a bit of a. Idiot myself. Well, I, I think I think everybody thinks that we think that the system is perfect. The system is nowhere near perfect. And and it was interesting. I read I read uh, something again on social media the other day, and it said that uh, there was something around something some meeting that had happened about something I can't remember what it was, and somebody actually said adoptive parents have got too much invested in, in being asked to attend these things that go on. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, so like DFE meetings or yeah, like open yeah, like, round like, tables, like we're like we're getting yeah. something out of it for us. What we, I'd, I'd like to know what that is. Yeah, I'd really love to know what that is because I'm not aware of anything that I'm getting apart from trying to make a difference to my children, our children, you know, all children who yeah. are have been who've been done yeah. the worst by, um, in effect. Um, so I, I just, I don't understand all that kind of rhetoric. I really don't. It's this slippery slope, isn't it? Into thinking that adopters are are totally self-serving and, 
it'd be wrong to think that not all adopters are, you know, the uh, adopters, well, on the whole, I would imagine going it because they want children. There's very, you yeah. know, there's, there's, but that doesn't mean they're self-serving beyond that, that actually when their children's needs are presented to them, they then go and then they go and advocate for the children. Exactly. And if yeah. that means getting sharp elbows up to the big house, get to the DFA, mm -hmm. that's what parents do. Exactly. But probably because we've got more agency and power than other families because of who we are, our age, our social status, all of that. And also mm. the, the, the kind of the sheen that comes with being adopted means we can do that in a way. So yes, we get a better deal. Yeah. But there's not a parent in the world who would kind of go, all right, well, if there's a chance to get a better deal, we'll not do it for our kids. Well, thank okay. you and good night. No, yeah, no, exactly. Everyone yeah. first, everyone first. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think there has been balance in that what we don't need to do is push adopters down. We need to pull everyone else up. That's, the, mm. that's what we yeah. need to do. Absolutely. We need to get a voice yeah. for kinship. We need to get a voice for foster care. We need to get a voice for families. Absolutely. Ooh. Have we turned into a, I think, a, I think the old men? a bit ranty there, haven't we? Tell you, it's it's because we're doing it in the daylight in the air. We normally do it in the <laughs> dark in the dark and and you've had prosecco, yeah. but you, you can't because your medication will turn you funny, won't it? What medication is that? I don't know. Is there medication for this now? No. God no. Just paracetamol. Paracetamol. Oh. You're being very brave. I, anyway, I am. Anyway, I'm I've it. got things to do. I've got to walk the dogs. And then I'm going to go to the pictures with the good Mrs. C and the Ooh, boy. Lovely. So the three of us are going, which is a really odd wow. combination, isn't it? That's yeah. a very odd combination. It's a combination. And, and of course, when you say the boy, because I, I always forget that you have got a male son. A male son. Wow, you know that gender thing. Anyway, it's a we'll terribly there. modern world. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, because I keep forgetting that because obviously, you know, he's not lived at home for a while. So, yeah. He's been at home for a year now. I know, but I haven't seen you. I haven't been over for a year, have I? You've probably seen him as much as I have, honestly. He's, yeah, probably. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got five sisters and he keeps his head down. He's a wise well, lad. I, I had to have a lie down before we came on uh, to record because Brandon actually cleaned out his car now. He's had his car for 14 months and it's never been cleaned out. <laughs> so it was, I mean, like... He's hide a miniskip. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, and he's used my Hoover, so I now need to go and check and see what damage has been done to the uh, Dyson. <laughs> There'll be nails and yeah, horseshoes <laughs> and all sorts in there. Um, he, he's already given me one euro coin, so that's good. So I'm hoping there's maybe more um, there as Excellent. well, because, you know, daddy always needs some pennies. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and uh, Friday night, nothing happening, no social life. So enjoy your pictures. I will, I will. We're going to see uh, Indiana Jones in the Toilet of Doom or something, I don't know. Um, oh, God. So, dear listener, thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, I would just like to say, remind you that uh, on sort of Tuesday, Wednesday this week, you're going to get a new podcast. Actually, we're going to put the first two episodes out just because kind of that's what you do, apparently. Um, I, I read it in a promo in thing. In a book. In a, in a book. <laughs> um, the big book of how to release a podcast. Um, and then in a couple of weeks later, we'll get you. And also in, in a couple of weeks as well, we're getting Fiona Wells, I think is back on a, on a, on a webcast. So we're, we're kind of going to almost one or two podcast a week but hopefully people will find it agreeable feedback is always welcome if we can do things better we want to do it put a review yeah, on the, please put a review on yes please because i was looking please. at them the other day and and please. our rates is, is great but um let's start by the early days when we had really crappy 
we used Skype, didn't we? Back in the back in the day, back Egg in the pop, day, yogurt string, yeah, literally. So a lot of the feedback back then was about the sound quality. So if you'd like to review us again, please do. You know, just stick yeah. stick home however many stars on that you feel, and if you want to write a little comment about us, um, and if if it's negative, then we just get it removed from Apple or or Spotify or wherever because they don't do stuff like that. Just. Just preempted that there might be one or two negative ones, you know. Um, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Any Whatever attention point. is attention, isn't it? Well, yeah. Any Speaking any which, publicity is good publicity, as they say. You can find us on threads. Um, we're on threads. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you can find us on and threads. People are going, What the hell is threads? So in They're case you don't know. The kids. Well, I know. I mean, they've had over 30 million people. Uh, register for it but threads is a new um social media platform from instagram but it's not just for photographs so it's it's similar to um twitter th- yeah similar to twitter um although i'm sure it's a rip-off be... isn't it of twitter let's well, just be <laughs> did you see there was a meme the other day of just the keyboard with the control button the c and the v and somebody said <laughs> that's how they've done it <laughs> and i thought that was probably quite spot on but i don't care um and uh yeah so we're on we're on threads so have a look at threads and it seems a nicer place so far but it'll probably go toxic the same way but if it does then we just block 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 i'm not muting anymore i'm blocking i'm blocking i've I've made my decision on that this is there's a new space for me block end bye 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 felicia see ya well i've um i've because I'm on Instagram, uh, I've got my Insta locked down, even though people still try and get on, but I've actually made, opened it up so you can actually see things of me doing things, which is quite interesting if people want to do that. Yeah, and it's because, Instagram, so there's nothing gory or graphic on there, so you're fine. Yeah. But, it's, but it's things like me next to a dog, yeah. me next to a yeah. dog, next oh, to look, a Oh, my new axe. Yeah, my new yeah, axe. that sort of thing, yeah, cool. My wood right, pile. Anyway, yeah. A pile of wood and exactly. a dog. Yeah, and a partridge <laughs> and a pear tree. And on that note, look after yourself, Scott. I hope you feel much better over the weekend. <laughs> and um, that is just rubbish. I was doing my social work. Let it go. <laughs> right, I'll try again. I'll try. I'll do. I'll do my social work. I can see you're feeling very poorly, Scott. Is that? And then um, I, Scott, you look really poorly. I hope you feel much better. That was that. The last one was good, wasn't it? Yeah, the last one was really good. It's a shame your face and neck have gone the same colour as your T-shirt doing it. but <laughs> Red. Red. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a rubbish. Just stick to I being shouldn't... you, Al. Stick to being you. I'll no stick to being me. Yeah, I'll we'll get better soon so I can torment you. Yeah, um, will do. Uh, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi.